Hey guys, welcome to this episode of the shit show of my 20s. On this episode, I spoke with Knessa and we speak about how she started her own activewear line. She knows that there was a hole in the market as far as plus size activewear. She would try on leggings and she'd have the problem that they would be see-through or that she'd walk around and her leggings would start to fall down. So she decided, you know what, I'm just going to start my own activewear line. We talk about how she balances having two kids with running a business and so much more. So I hope you guys enjoy listening. Thank you, Knessa, so much for joining me today. I'm really looking forward to chatting with you. Tell me about you and what your story's been like so far. Well, uh, let's start with my name. My name is Knessa, like you said. I am 29 years old. I live in Amsterdam. I was born in uh, Ethiopia. Um, I don't know if you know where that is. <laughs> Africa. Um, so I came to uh, the Netherlands when I was three years old. Um, and yeah, I had a great childhood. Um, although it was tough, you know, because we came as a ref- refugee here, but, um, you know, things worked out eventually. Um, and yeah, my life now, I uh, am a mom. I, I have a husband, of course, first. Um, we got married. Um, we dated for three years, got married. Uh, now, I think, yeah, we're almost three and a half years. Um, we have two kids. Um, one is two years old and one is five months old. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, what else? Oh, my business. <laughs> um, I have my own clothing line uh, and I have an American football league, like really American football, not the soccer, but football league for women in Europe. And tell me, when did you first start going to the gym? That's a good question. Um, I think it was when I met my husband because before that I hated sports. Um, so it must have been in 2012 was there like an inspiration Um, to go inside no i think it had to do with the fact that he was a sporty type of guy and he inspired me to do um some kind of sports or exercise but um i remember hating it a lot it was definitely not something you know that i was looking forward to each time what workouts did you start doing? Um, spinning. I, I still like spinning, but I never thought about doing it now. But um, I used to spin because it was easy. We had these bicycles. You just go, you know, sit on it and um, someone tells you what to do. And it's actually a good workout. You burn a lot of calories and that's what triggered me. Um, so it was easy and effective. Yeah. Yeah. And what was the inspiration for your activewear line? Um, it started when I was pregnant with my first uh, child. Um, I, you know, I gained a lot of weight. I was already plus size, but I gained a lot of weight. And um, before my pregnancy, I was already facing the whole problems with, you know, finding right sportswear. But it got worse after my delivery. Um, so I said, you know, if I can't find the right sportswear, I will try to make it myself. That's how it all started. 
that's how the idea started. And what was the inspiration for the name of your activewear line? Yeah, Knessa, it's it's my name. Um, Maybe that's, I came up with the fact, um, let's say I I, I named it Knessa because it was me. It was my idea. It was about me. The problems that um, I was facing, I knew a lot of women had the same problem, but it was me that had the problem at that point. And um, also it's because I'm not good with, you know, coming up with names or, you know, it was just easy. Maybe that's, that, yeah, that played a role. <laughs> it's easy. And what's the first product that you launched? Uh, the first product, it, um, three leggings, two jackets, and one shirt, two shirts. What was the process like for you to like create all those items? Um, well, I started with designing the items. Um, that's how it all started. Um, after you designed the product, uh, finding a manufacturer was the hardest part, uh, especially if you don't have any idea where to start. Uh, I was, I never did anything in retail. I was so new to this whole business of uh, clothes. And um, yeah, I had to find manufacturers. And that alone took me like four months because I had no idea, even if you find them, what do you ask? What do you tell them? What do you even, you know, they come up with questions you never heard of. So that process took a long time. Uh, then I started, you know, ordering samples and asking if they could, you know, bring my design to life. Um, and that process took a long time. But once I got um, the right product, I found the right manufacturer. Um, yeah, it's, it's basically it went fast. And then again, when you have the product, even when you have all your items, you have to think about, you know, photos, your web shop, um, how is the whole business side of it? How, how am I gonna, you know, figure that out? So it's a pretty wild process. Now, uh, back then I thought, I probably thought it would be easier. That's why I started it. If someone would tell me it would have, that it would be this hard. I don't think I ever would start with with the whole clothing line. So, uh, and I don't want to discourage anybody. You should do it if you want to do it, but just um, it, it takes time. That's that's. It's not hard. It just you know. Like what inspired you to start designing? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think. I would say the problems that I was facing that that's the only that's the only reason why I started it because I already was into you know fitness I already started doing powerlifting uh with a coach and I wanted to get back after my pregnancy like after my, del- my delivery I wanted to go back to the gym but not in the same clothes that I already you know had so um that's the only reason um, because like I said, I don't know anything I didn't know, knew, and now I know, but I didn't know anything about sportswear or clothes or anything. And did you actually start by like hand drawing? 
Yes, that's how it started. Uh, then I tried to find someone who could help me with that because I don't know um, about you, but in most like movies, you see people hand draw, and I really thought like that's how it all works. But these days, everything you can, you can do everything on on um, the computer. You can find software that can help you with that. So. Um, I had two options, either try to figure out how the programming, the whole designing on the computer works, or find someone who could. So I did the second one. <laughs> I found someone who could help me with that. And where did you find someone? Um, it was through, you know, um, someone I knew. Uh, back then, there was another guy who wanted his own like sportswear line, or it was some kind of clothing line. I don't remember uh, what it was exactly, and he actually helped me with that, with finding this person. Mm. So I was lucky, but I, I I'm sure a lot of people can find them on the internet, on um you know these um. I don't remember the name, but there's one website that you can post. Um, you can you can hire people from all over the world, but um, I don't have the name here right now. I can tell you later. And what do you do to like really differentiate your leggings from other people's leggings? Um, just solve my problems. I think that's it. I never had um, the ambition to be better or to be more or to be different i just wanted to solve the problems that we had uh, but apparently that alone was enough to you know be different from all the other brands and what problems were you experiencing before you created your own line um finding manufacturers um yeah that's that's actually the only thing but that's not before i started but that's actually in the process um, that was just something I struggled with a lot, finding the right manufacturer, um, because there are a lot of manufacturers out there, but they all have different, um, uh, requirements or different, you know, they, they, um, work with different, I don't know. It's the quality is, it's not like you wanted, they don't have the same vision. It, it's so much that you, you it, it's very hard. It's very hard to find someone who really understands you because um, the manufacturer was um, and still I still work with manufacturers in Asia, and it's very hard to understand each other because there's a language barrier and there's you know cultural differences. There's so much, and that was something I really needed to learn. Um, but I also went to Asia, you know. During my, during my first pregnancy. So as a baby moon, we went to Asia, a few countries, we visited a few manufacturers. And now it was good, but it was it, it was good for me to understand uh, where they are coming from. But communicating is, is it's one of the toughest things uh, and still is sometimes. And what problems did you notice when you would try on other people's leggings specifically? Like what problems would you notice with the leggings? Um, the most annoying thing is the saggy, you know, the sagging leggings. Um, yeah, that's probably the most annoying thing. 
uh, I remember, you know, walking outside with new leggings and had to pull them up every few steps that I took. And that's so annoying. Uh, then again, um, once you have them on and start working out, you know, every time you bend over or do a squat and everybody can see your business from the behind, you know, the, the color of your underwear, that was something unacceptable for me. And especially when you're plus size, you know, you, you, you obviously need more stretch. So more stretch means, you know, more visibility. That's, that didn't work for me. So I wanted to fix those two problems the most. And I think, but that was not the intention uh, why I started at first, but later on I learned that uh, a lot of women had problems in the inner thigh, the seams. Uh, if you're a plus size woman, you know, it's it's very hard to find a legging that is, that is you know, gonna stay strong uh, in the inner thigh and, you know, it, it just rips faster than I think the the smaller ladies. What type of material do you use for your leggings? The material that I use is mostly either um, nylon uh, for, and spandex, like a combination, or polyester and spandex. I don't ever use cotton because um, I tried cotton once, the cotton and spandex variation. Um, I don't know. It was, you could see stains. I don't know if you wear cotton a lot, but when you wear it and you sweat, you can mm -hmm. definitely see stains for a long time because there's a color difference. Uh, you create, like, I don't know if, do you work out? Yes. Uh, whenever you have a heavy workout, you have these sweat stains, and especially, you know, um, some places, intimate places, you can see some stains that are not cute. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that's why I said, you know, cotton will not work because nobody wants to draw attention to some parts of the body. <laughs> <laughs> and what's your process like for launching products? Do you like do pre-orders? Do you like announce the product before it's there? No, actually, I just announced it. I um, never understood why. Well, I do understand for some companies, but I like to show the product before it launches to tell people what's coming. Um, I don't, I, I don't actually do big launches like, Hey, we have a new product and it was a secret before that. Actually, I am very transparent about what's coming, what I'm working on. And yeah, um, I, I just tell the customers along the way, I'll, I'll take them on the journey with me. Do you use like Instagram influencers or? Yes, sometimes I do, but that's because by now I know a few uh, personally. Um, but it's not really my style of doing marketing. I don't know why. It it, it just uh, sorry. I don't know. It, it's just not uh, how I'm, how I want to portray my product because. I'm solving a problem here. I'm not trying to make someone look, uh, of course, they, I, I want women to feel beautiful in my clothes, but it, that's not the main thing. I'm, I'm just providing people something that, you know, makes them comfortable and makes them feel good. And I don't think I can portray that with an influencer, if that makes sense, what I'm saying, because it's influencers mostly work with photos, with, um, you know, 
it's videos maybe, but I don't think they can tell the story why they are actually wearing that legging. What 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 is it good for? You know. What's helped you for sales? Have you done like ads? How do you promote your product? I think uh, what helps the most is um, creating long-term relationships because my most of my customers are returning customers, mm-hmm. and that's because they just follow the whole story. They've been there from day one, or they um, from the day they started following me, they basically followed the whole process, uh, you know, until the launch, until they get the product in their hand. So I think that makes it interesting for people, uh, but that, well, yeah, well, that takes a long time, and it, it you need a lot of patience for that because it can take up to one year before people start buying their first product. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm willing to invest in you know in that, um, and you know that makes people loyal to your brand. And how did how long did it take you to develop your activewear line? From start till launch, yeah. nine nine months. It's a whole pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> and do you have any like tips for growing on Instagram? Um. Okay, that that's a good question because um, I don't want to sound like these. You know these uh, blogs you can find on the internet all over because um, it probably sounds cliche, but you really have to be authentic. Um, but I sometimes also feel on Instagram you have to show a lot of yourself to to be seen. Um, and I would, yeah, I, I could say don't do that, but I, I somehow feel that like that's how it works these days like you have to show more the more you show about it or tell about yourself the more people you know get nosy and want to follow you so you you do have to open up about something or actually provide something that makes people you know want to be nosy and tell me a little bit about your american football jerseys when did you start that what was the idea behind that well because i already had the American Football League, I also started designing American Football wear. And because um, the whole league is for women, I got so annoyed by the fact that everybody started comparing us to male players, you know, the female players were compared to male players. Like, you know, it's so unfair because the male American Football League has been here for what, like almost 100 years? years i don't know nfl actually celebrated 100 years like back in uh february so you know just to mention like that's 100 years and we just started like four years that's not something you can compare to each other so um i thought i have to like change the whole look and feel of the whole league and one of the things was you know the whole outfit um if you would do something completely different people couldn't compare it to each other so people would stop doing that and it actually worked mm-hmm. so um that's the whole idea behind the jerseys and behind the whole outfit and what does the outfit look like i 
can show you. I send you a photo if you like. Okay. You want to see? Sure. <laughs> and also, how do you do? You actually play football? How did you get into football? Well, I play. Uh, no, um, I don't want to. I don't want to say I played, but because people say like it started with me wanting to play, but mm. I started like for like a few weeks, and then I got pregnant and stopped. So I tell people I played, but players always tell me like you didn't play you just you know did a few clinics here and there and that's it but um yeah then I got pregnant I had to quit but I basically that gave me the time to grow grow the whole league to what it is now that's cool and did you play sports growing up no yeah well in school I did but that's because it was mandatory that's all (laughs) Awesome. And I want to know the story. Um, how did you meet your husband? Well, um, it's not a romantic story. Um, I'm not like a hopeless romance. I don't know. Romance makes me uncomfortable. Um, so I'm not that type of girl. It was just me uh, having lunch at this cafe. And he was there too with someone else. And he came up to me and we talked and exchanged numbers. And that's how it all when so it's not the typical romance there and did you know you were gonna marry him no because i actually I, I never i never wanted to get married i never saw myself having kids and i mean it was okay i still i'm happy the way it is but i was more into you know having a business and grow grow that and you know be successful in that but somehow you know my husband came in the picture and I mean, I'm so lucky to have that because most people or most women or some women are struggling with that part and really have to put effort into, you know, their personal life. But for me, it basically came out of nowhere and it it was an easy process for me there. And I'm lucky with that. I realized that. And how do you balance having kids and running a business? Um... I don't think there is a like a way, a typical way that you know that really works. Um, it's really something I take week by week, especially because the kids are so young. Uh, Memphis, his name is Memphis, is two, almost two and a half, and Malishé is like five months. They change so much; their behavior change. I mean, one week they're sweet and such angels and just play in the corner and I can do my job. And the next week they're like devils running around and I can basically do anything with them uh, in the same room. But it helps to, um, when I um, first, when he turned one, Memphis, when he turned one, I um, brought him to this, um, we call it crash. It, oh, it's daycare. You have daycare in yeah. the U.S.? That's for babies, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I brought him to daycare once a week. He loved it. Um, I did that twice a week. It was also a, a moment of socializing for him because he didn't see anyone else besides us, the family, and uh, nobody else. So I brought him to, to daycare and he started, um, you know, to evolve there in a positive way. So um, that's one way to get some extra time for yourself. Um, 
And now with two kids during quarantine, I think a lot of people out there have it tougher, but it's really not something you can manage. Um, you just have to see what mood they're in and whatever time you have, you have to, you know, just spend it on work. And it really helps. I mean, uh, I, I think a lot of people would say I'm crazy when I say uh, I bring the, my phone with me to the bathroom uh, or wherever I'm going. And those five minutes or 10 minutes can make such a difference. Um, uh, you know, you can type a message or you can you can answer somebody and it's just done. And, you know, it clears your head, too. And what's a product that you're going to release soon that you're excited about? Um, I cannot tell a lot about it, but we are working on an online, like it's an online platform. Um, let's say it's, it's an online gym. So um, it's a platform where um, instructors, like fitness instructors can teach and people can you know, follow their classes from home or from wherever they are. They can also do it in gyms later on when they open ever, if this ever, you know, goes back to normal. And how often do you release your products? Uh, I try to um, release every one, one, between one and two months, like one and a half months. So, so that well, maybe in the future, I would like to say every month, but for now, it's maybe one and a half or two months. What's your favorite part of your business? I think it's the fact that when people are really happy with the products, all the work you put in there and really see the, the why my brand is different. I think that's what makes me happy. And I, I actually love what, you know, when you go, like Amsterdam is a big city and most of my customers in Holland are from Amsterdam. So sometimes you walk outside and you see someone with your own products. That's exciting. You know, but they don't know who I am. <laughs> but I just recognize the the legging or whatever it is that they're wearing. Yeah, that's exciting. Do you ship to the U.S. too? Yes, we do. We ship worldwide, actually free. Uh, so, yeah. And what have your 20s been like so far? It was a good year. It was a good year. Um, I'm turning 30 this year. Uh my initial idea was to go back to where I came from, like where I was born, but uh, that won't be happening, uh, I think, although it's in October, but I don't think, you know, we can, everything will be open by then and we can be, you know, travel safely. But um, the, my husband always tells me when you turn 30, you're probably going to have a moment of reflection of what did I do in my 20s and um, he told me that he had that when he was 30 and it was um, such a disappointing thing for him because he didn't do anything he wanted to do in his 20s but in my case I think it would be different because you know I have my business I have everything and more and my kids everything everything is just perfect 
So I think I did pretty good in my 20s. I'm not saying it's something I'm looking forward to turn 30, but it was it was a it was a good decade. And if you could go back in time and talk to your 20-year-old self and give her any advice, what would you tell her? Um like I said, I wouldn't change anything, but I would tell her to not be afraid to let go of fear and doubt. Um, whatever I'm afraid of, it's, it's, it's not that scary once you go through it. So um, that's the only advice I could give myself. But other than that, um, yeah, I, I'm okay with everything, how it went. Because on the other hand, it also taught me so much. So um, yeah, I think that's it. And is there any questions that you wish I would have asked you? You mean the, the who asked who? Yeah, is there any questions you wish I would have asked you? Like any questions I didn't ask oh, that you, you want? Yeah. Oh, you mean, okay. Um, let's see. And I think you know everything about me by now. <laughs> awesome. And where can people connect with you? Yeah, me too. I uh, I thank you so much for this question. And I love what you're doing, by the way, with this thank podcast. You. Thank you. So um, good luck. And um, maybe I can do this with you someday. Like mm. I ask the questions and you answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And for, where can people find you online? Um, if they want to look... Um, for my clothing line, they can find it on uh, the website. Uh, the webshop name is www.kanessa.net. Um, and they can also find me on social media, Facebook or Instagram. I have a Twitter account, I think, but I never use it. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. I would love if you guys can leave me a review on iTunes. And please feel free to share this episode with anyone you think it would resonate with. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day.